We ascend the highest mountain. Tis the mountain of the Lord. By the blood, by the, by your spirit. We are ascending the mountain of the Lord. It is the mountain of the Lord. It is the mountain of the Lord. Hallelujah. If there is any flesh that chooses to exalt God, I pray that every knee will be broken. It will be broken in the name of Jesus. By the blood, by your power, by your spirit, we are for this time. I pray that you exalt yourself. Be magnified, be glorified even in a time such as this, oh God. And I pray it won't just be about the motion. We will not just go through life. We will not just go through things. But we will do it to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name. worship in one more song. You are free to sit actually, but um, you, can, you can express yourself before the Lord in any way. But uh, as we sing this song, express your desperacy before the Lord. There is nothing, there is nothing we can do. I, I mean, I walked from there to this place and I couldn't walk without the Lord. If if anything, I thank God for strength. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the air I breathe. Jesus. You are the air we breathe. Oh, Lord. Your holy presence. is my daily bread this is my daily bread oh Jesus this is my daily bread 
Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. You are our life, God. Good morning once again. There is a text I want us to read together. We might read it like twice or thrice, but um, as we read this, um, I pray that it communicates God's heart to us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, I was requesting the gentleman on the projection to um, assist me with that. Uh, it is from the Basic Foundations Manual. As a church, um, as far as I'm, I know, um, we have, we had, we still have them, those that have them, but we have the Basic Foundations Manual, and um, it is good literature. Hallelujah. If you haven't gotten any, I'll refer you to Pastor Patrick, and we can see how to work that out and get one. Hallelujah. Um, I don't know if they have got it. Okay, I'll read it anyway. It's on page 29. Yes. Each of um, the teachings maps out basic patterns of life. For those, who believe in, for those who believe in Jesus, each is sacrificial and each is essential for a healthy Christian life. All are imperatives, none are optional. Hallelujah. Everything we have learned, everything we've been told, it wasn't for that week and to leave it there in that week. It was, to, it was part of what we are supposed to have. Hallelujah. We are supposed to walk by. Hallelujah. Nothing is optional. Praise God. Nothing we have been taught that is optional. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't know if the news I'm going to bring are bad or good, but I believe it's good news. We are God's own. Or let me take it back the other side. The Lord owns us. So there is no one we are living for. Hallelujah. We might have had that before, but I pray that let that be a reminder. It is a good thing to be reminded of certain very crucial things. Hallelujah. We are God. God owns our lives. Hallelujah. God owns your thoughts. God, God owns your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. This morning, I want to thank God for the opportunity and uh, by the grace of God, I am here. I, I didn't know I can. I'll be standing here. But I want to thank God for the opportunity. Uh, on that note, everything pertaining our lives belongs to God. Even the smallest thing that could be optional to you, and you're thinking that one might not be necessary. It belongs to God. Hallelujah. Everything is happening because God has decided. Amen. Amen. 
And in this time, maybe the question would be, why am I saying these things? We are in a rising and shining. Yes, we just need to know that as well. And in this time, as we are being called to arise and shine, in this season, question would be, the question is, not would be, is, as we are rising, how have we been intentional with God? Praise God. How, I don't have any better way of phrasing it again. How intentional have, been, have we been with God? Hallelujah. As we are being called to arise, who are we arising for? Hallelujah. And um, this question became, became more, it, 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 it has been returning in my head more um, last, this week as sharing with one of, actually, one of us was sharing with me. And she tells me that there's a time when, um, I think those days I hadn't joined yet, but it was a week of revival. And those days there's midweek service on Wednesday. And normally those services didn't have as much as we are now. There are always a few people. But that week of revival, like the church field on that Wednesday, like it was full, like not as usual as all those other Wednesdays. But after that week ended, the, <laughs> the week of revival, the next Wednesday there were as few as there were always, four, three, two, one, the ones she remembers. And then she asked the preacher of the, like the Wednesday before when there are many, she was asking, what is revival if the next Wednesday we can't even show up. We are not coming. We are, that means we came because of the week. Hallelujah. When I started with the first statement was because I don't know if it is inhuman, that one, that, that study I've not seen, but we tend to, what's next? What's next? What's coming next? What is next? After rise and shine, what's next? Which is the next? Hallelujah. We tend to Press the next button. Hallelujah. And question is, previously we were looking at priests and kings. Are you referring back to that teaching because maybe in the middle someone was preaching and they referred to it? Or do you go back to the notes and check and see what is the Lord saying? Hallelujah. Question is, how are we intentional in the things of God? Hallelujah. I also believe intentionality is matters with how daily we involve God in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is very intentional. I was looking at uh, the creation story, and God was very intentional. He, he created the first, the second, the third day. And later he looked at what he had created, and it was good. Hallelujah. He was intentional. He is intentional even with you. Hallelujah. Briefly, let's go to Genesis 1 2. Chapter 1, verse. Okay, let's start with 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Fast forward to our theme scripture. You can 
skip that. And uh, six, uh, Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Yes, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people. Are we seeing anything in common there? Are we? In the beginning, there was. There was darkness, formlessness, emptiness. Hallelujah. I hope we are together. Are we? And today the Lord is telling you to arise in a time where there is what? Thick darkness covering over the people. Hallelujah. God is intentional. When, um, when I read these two scriptures, in my head I was thinking, God, what are you saying? The Lord lives in the inside of us. We are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In the beginning there was darkness and uh, the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the earth. Today there is deep darkness. That, that, that truth is, that, that, that is there. But, arise and shine. What is in the inside of us? I think, I believe these are just reminders, by the way. These things have been told to us, but I also believe the repetition or the repetitive teaching, teachings is because God wants to build the best out of us. Hallelujah. What is it that is in the inside of you that, like in the beginning... Today, God is telling you, today, it's, God has not come back to speak now. He has told me, Susan, he has told you that arise and do what? And shine. Could it be that, not could it be, I believe there is something, there is the life of God in us that ought to come out. Hallelujah. The life of who? Of God. So on that note, it came to my mind and I was asking God, when you know off head, like literally when you're told to arise, you're thinking last Sunday we were being told arising financially, we were told all these things. And in my head I was thinking, what am I going to do next? There is that thought of what are you going to do next? Hallelujah. But this is the life of who? Of Christ in us. Hallelujah. We are, we actually, we died and Christ is doing what? Living. Hallelujah. So question is, as, as I'm arising, as I am shining, I, I, as I was saying this, I was reminded of the preaching where pastor said, if the shining does not involve God or if it is not of God, then there is something you are shining that is not. Hallelujah. So question is, as I am arising, as I am doing it, am I arising God's way or my way? We can ponder and think about it. Uh, over time, there are things we have learned, there are things we know how to do. There are, there are skills we have learned over time. You know when you wake up, you go brush your teeth, you go... Those things are obvious. They have it's just inbuilt, I think, over time. It is a part of us. 
And uh, as far as I know, it is easy to take up this. It might be past the skills of brushing teeth and showering, really. But question is, what we have learned, who we are. I am a nurse by profession, meanwhile. And, and as a nurse, there are things I know how to do off-head because I was taught, now they are part of me. But question is, how does God want me to do this part now? Yes, there, is the, there are things that he has given to you. But how does he want me to apply the things that he has taught me? Hallelujah. Am I arising the way God wants me to arise? Why is it that, um, again, for me, it, 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 it disturbs me. And again, I, I remember one time we were in the youth service. And, and in my head, I was thinking, they're repeating these things all the time. Is it that CBT got there? Is it that my head has refused to understand them? There is something the Lord wants to put our eyes at. Or even individually, you as an individual. They can't be telling you arise and shine for now what? Three months. And do you think you have not understood? And why? Where? Hallelujah. And uh, again, just a reminder... Psalms, Psalms 24 reminds us that everything, that, that the earth and the fullness thereof are the Lord's. Hallelujah. And those that dwell in it. Are we dwelling on the earth or we left the earth? We are still on earth. That means everything that we have and we are is the Lord's. Hallelujah. Which takes me to the next question. Now that we are in the season, how many times are we arising for God? And in God's way. Hallelujah. Um, it is easy to hear the word and just, let me just do what they told me. They told me to arise and I start saving. Let me start. I'm not, saving. I'm not saying saving is bad. But there is, um, again, when, when we were starting with the song we sang, it is a mountain of the Lord. So you're not going to go up this mountain your way. You're doing, they said. And again, when they're preaching, it is upon us to think, to go back. That's why we are actually having the discipleship group, to just go back and see what, what were they saying and how does it apply with me. Hallelujah. When I was thinking how many times we are rising for the Lord, on, or how many times are we arising the Lord's way, how God wants you to. Yes, God wants, God wants you to preach the word. What does he want you to talk about? Yes, the Lord wants you to reach out, me and my nurse, to reach out as you're meeting people. How does he want you to do it? His masses are new every morning, and every morning there is an The fact that you wake up like this and you're breathing, there is an assignment for that day. There is, there is what God has said that today, Susan, this is what you're going to do. This, this is, there is all that you're going to do, you're going to go to work, but today there is this specific thing you have to accomplish. And I, I believe many a times we have missed these things because, because of the cycle. I asked a friend in the, again this week, and I was asking them, why, did, why do you wake up every morning? Okay, you wake up and go to work. Why do you go to work? 
Sometimes our lives have dictated how we live. Eh? You're literally praying because there is a life you're, that is dictating you. Eh? You're praying, I'm going to work God. You understand what I'm saying? There is a dictation of a life that is subconsciously not even seen. How many times have you been in that every morning you wake up and tell God, today what are we going to do? Today, where do you... Yes, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go to class. I'm going to go and meet this one and the other. I have this appointment. But what... Today, what is that special thing you want to do? Uh, I remember a story I was told that this lady wakes up in the morning and God tells her, you're not going to work. And she's saying, but they're going to fire me. She said, you sit there. You, you're staying here with me in the room. You're not going anywhere. And in, uh, even if it were me, <laughs> I'll be like, God, eh, we, we've, we prayed for this job. We are even fasted now. You're telling me to stay on a Monday. I, I don't know. It might have been a Monday or Tuesday. I don't know that day. But so she stays. So when she stays, it's like, okay, she, she's reading the Bible. She's praying. And again, God starts pointing on a few things in her life. This, that, this, you, this. And the day is going. And of course, she had switched off her phone, me and God. God starts pointing on a few things in her life. Maybe I think the whole life was so busy and involved with other things that this time they needed to deal with this. So after showing her all these things, at the end of the day, when everything is done, she switches off her, her phone on. And uh, all the people that had not paid her started paying. <laughs> like all her things were dealt with. Hallelujah. And in my head, as, when I remember this story, I'm thinking, are there things you're just doing because life is dictating? Um, I am arising because pastor said, we are in a season of arising. Why am I not arising? Have we taken time to inquire of the Lord? Hallelujah. That, okay, I am a worship team member. They need us on time. We need to practice. They told us to pray a lot. We need to fast one day in a week. I mean, some of these things we're doing as we have understood them as when you do this, this happens. We have not taken the initiative to ask God as a child. How am I? What, what, what thing, God, do you want me to do as a child? What new thing do you want me to do as a daughter, as, as a son, as a mother, as a father? Hallelujah. Yes, there, is, there, is, there are those things that have not been doing good, yes, which I need to embark on. That's a, but there is that other thing which you, God, knows. And some of us, these things don't even, might, the usual might not apply. I wake up, I pray in the morning, I, I have done all that. I am consistent, I am praying, I am... I was listening to an audio that was shared, and the preacher, the, the, the person that I was speaking said that the plan of God only applies to you when you allow it. And in the business of life, or in the motion of life, and where we are stuck and used to doing things, you might not know the plan. You might not know what God is saying. Hallelujah. I'm not saying we stop working, go home, sit. No, I'm not saying that. But how many times do we go in the present? I remember one time, Pastor, Pastor Dennis was here preaching, and he said, I came and I was thinking about the farm as... <laughs> And those things happen to me. You're thinking about school. You're thinking about work. You're, everything is in your head. And lo and behold, when you're praying, 
Sometimes you're giving, go, God, I give you my day, I give you when I'm at work, help me. We are praying what is happening already in the head. Hallelujah. We have not stilled the mind. And I know we've had these things before. This is not new. Not so. It's not new. Me, I have had it before. But the question is, how are we intentional with God? The question even became clearer when I realized that after what, um, after one week of revival, people had stopped revival. I don't know if they were reviving people at home. I don't know. But it, it just stopped. People didn't come. Why? Why would it be that they're telling us to, they're telling us the same things over time, just covered in a different way? Today, digging wells, the other day, they are just wrapping it in a different wrapping paper. But when you open, it is a book. When they wrap it again, you open and it is a book. Things have not changed. Why? Is there a specific, God, a specific thing God is pointing at that we are not seeing? There are all these clear things that I'm seeing that we are being reminded of how you're behaving, how you're speaking, how you, uh, how, how you pray, how you read your word. But is there that instruction that God has given that you're not looking at? And me, I agree, you can miss it. You, you, you might, in, in, in your mind, you're thinking, I'm doing everything right, but you can miss it. Even when you're doing the good things, sometimes the good things are not the good things. I'm reminded, um, um, I think it is First Samuel 8, yes. Let's go there briefly. And again, these are just reminders because I believe we have had these things before. We are hearing them again. Let's first go to First Samuel 30 before 8. Um, uh, 30, um, we are going to start with verse 1. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and the Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and burned it, and have taken captive the women and all who were in it, both young and old. Both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they, were, as they went on their way. When David and his men came to Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men went aloud until they had, they, they wept aloud until they had no strength left to, to weep. David's two wives had been taken had been captured, the widow of Nabal of, Cam, of Camel. David was greatly distressed because the, the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his son and daughter. But David found strength in the Lord, his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Bring the ephod, uh, bring the ephod. Abiath brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overcome them? Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. 
when I, when I try, because I've not been in battle before, but when I try to step into David's shoes, I am thinking people are thinking of stoning me because of what has happened. I don't know how alert I could hear God, even if I went in the room. In my head, I'll be thinking of people going to stone me. And uh, I want to believe that sometimes, even that, you, you know how they have taught you arising? In your head, you're thinking, arising, arising, God, arising. They have told me to arise. And you're thinking about it. And because of overthinking about it, it has eaten up your mind that... You have not, not that the word is wrong, by the way, not that the message is wrong. But my point here is the goal is my point. Hallelujah. Sometimes we concentrate on the things around the goal and we forget the goal. Hallelujah. Again, these are just reminders. This we have had before. And he goes and inquires of the Lord. There is so much David knew that he would do in this, in this case. And maybe he would have come out, probably, I don't know. Maybe he would have not. I imagine if he didn't inquire of the Lord, but then God had not told him to pursue. Maybe all that was taken was going to just be brought back. And now he just goes and maybe he's failing there. I want to also believe that sometimes there are things happening to us because we didn't intently receive the instruction of the Lord. Hallelujah. There is the instruction coming to us. There are marching orders coming. How have they come and how have we dealt with them? Hallelujah. I'm reminded when Saul went ahead, um, ahead of Samuel before he had come. And Samuel asked, what have you just done? It was the pressure that pushed him to do things. Hallelujah. And the the question is, are we moving God's way? Yes, they're telling us to arise. I have to be a good student. I have to be a good uh, daughter. I have to be a good wife, a good husband, a good friend, a good minister. One who reads the word, one who prays. But there are those specific... I, I don't know. God might be telling you tomorrow, don't go to work. I'm not saying he said don't go to work. I'm just giving an example. There are those unusual things and instructions that the Lord are giving gives to an individual or to a group or to or to a family or and how we carry them on matters. We were this week earlier we were fasting and the pastor shared and said after the preaching our overseer came in and shared and said if you're not doing the consecration right that means you might think you are being you're living the life of consecration that means you might be thinking you are living the repentant life but are you doing it right hallelujah what is the word of god saying without shifting it without changing it without doing anything to it and taking it as it has come hallelujah the Lord is telling us to arise. And in specific as the youth, yes, we are rising. But what are we adding to, uh, to the arising that is not supposed to be part of it? How are, how are we manipulating the instruction of God? Hallelujah. I'm also saying this individually because it, is, it differs even with a husband and wife. Not so. I'm not married. I'm just saying things. <laughs> I believe that... <laughs> 
no, but over time I have realized that an instruction can differ with even people who stay together, even with twins. And there is an instruction for me that does not apply to another. Hallelujah. And uh, my question is, how are we intentional with God and how are we, how are we moving this life with God? Over time, I've also realized that um, now, subconsciously, I remember I was sharing with someone and it came to my mind and I realized, I think over time, when they tell us now, last time we were talking about, or last year we were talking about priesthood and kingship, and someone was saying, they're telling us the other, now they're telling us this. And sometimes you're not seeing how it applies here. Now you're telling me to arise. That means you're telling me to go and work, I'll come back. And in my mind, I figured it was, there was not, for some, I believe, there's no intentionality in sitting down and asking God about where, where it is, where are we going? Why am I here? God was intentional on you in, when he put you under this ministry, under the family you're in. Who your mother is, who your father is, where you're working, where you're working. But question is, as these, the preachings, the many teachings, sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes I had stopped. I told God, I'm not writing anymore. If there are things behind I have not learned, these ones I'm not going to write. I, I shared with someone, I was like, I get disturbed. I feel like they're telling me the same things. I think I have them somewhere in my notebook. And why are they telling them to me? Could it be that I'm not established in them yet? Could it be that I didn't understand them last time? Hallelujah. And uh, my point here is the instruction... It's not that the instruction has not come. It's not that you have not heard. But could it be that you're not established in it? You're not established in the word of God. The song has been saying we are rising by the word, by the spirit. Could it be that there's a point where the spirit of God is point? And you know the spirit of God will not strive with man. Hmm? Could, it, could it be that he's pointing somewhere and you're thinking, mm -mm, I don't think you're pointing there. Praise God. Young people, we have been, uh, over time we have been uh, literally the people ahead of us are saying, we, we look at you and we're thinking, hmm, you people are either not, you either don't see or you're just not serious. Don't you see the trouble you're in? And every time when that comes to me, I'm thinking, God, Help us. Just help my generation. Help help us see what you're saying. Hallelujah. And I'm thinking sometimes it is because we have not seen what the Lord is saying. Or maybe we have heard it and we, are, we have prayed. And one of my, you know, when you're under a family like this one, you have many fathers. So when I say one of my fathers, I'm saying one of the many. So one of my fathers said, um... Someone help me with this word in English. Mamire chigambo. What is okumamire? Ken? <laughs> to, lay, to sit In this case, to sit on. <laughs> okay, you see, before the, the, before the hen hatches, yeah? before the, the, the chick comes out of the egg, yeah? before the chick yes, comes out of the egg, the hen first sits. That's, that's, that's the other word I meant. Eh? To... <laughs> 
like that one, I looked for the word and I am sorry, I've not found it. I am a Muganda. But anyway, he did not mean that these other things are bringing. I remember Dr. Naomi saying, for you I've told you to arise other words you don't know. You don't even know why they're they listening to them. But there is that word that God wants to establish in you. And for me, sometimes I don't want to go off a, a preaching until I feel like, not feel, until in me I know I am now somewhere in this word. That my father told me to sit on the, <laughs> sit on the word until it, 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 it hatches the cheek. But um, it matters, by the way. It matters how long you take. Some will be like, you, we left priest, she, priesthood and kingship already. What are you still reading? Me, I am still <laughs> being established. You know your place. None, if not, you'll see it come again in 2024, you don't want to see, I, I, I as one, I don't want, as I had visited a friend and I see a t-shirt of arising and shining, you people have been here before, me, I thought this thing is just coming, and I'm not saying it's a wrong thing, by the way, but could it be that God is showing us things that we might have known in uh, some time or in two years, and over the years, we have walked away. Or maybe we didn't even mind. We left the word there and walked. Well, like this one, we finished praying in it. Even if I don't go back. I go back to that statement. All are imperative, but none is an optional. An op- none is optional. We, we, we don't have to choose that this one I will sit on it, this one I will not. Again, one of my fathers told me, the entertainment of a Christian is, is God, is the word of God, is the things of God. I believe, I remember how, um, I think it was Joseph preaching, and he said, how you get time, yes, it was actually this week, how you get time for the phone, how you get time for um, school assignments, how you get time is equally how, or even more, actually much more, you put in consideration what the Lord is bringing to you. So as Susan, what is the Lord telling me? This. And for me, it has been tricky within this week because I went back to school. Actually, that's a testimony. I thank God. But, amen. So, but when I, when, when, when I was in school, just like that, we have been flooded with so many things to do in one week. And I was thinking, these people don't know we are newcomers. Okay, we've been to school before, but I'm just here for one week. Like, you can't be, and every day, by the way, every day, and my deadline is that day. So, like, at night, you're, <laughs> at three, you're sending an assignment. God. But I, I, I asked God, actually, Two weeks before that, three good, for me, testimonies, they, they, they happened like in one week. I get one after the other, like one, two, three, good, very good things, which some I had given up praying about. Others, I have even not thought of praying for them. And they happen. And you know how you could be happy celebrating, I got this, I did not. I celebrated, but I was not as excited as I would be. What came to my mind was, God, okay, I have all these things. 
again, let's go back and think about why are you, I normally ask it to my choir people, the youth choir. Why do you think you're, you're that person, you are that daughter, you are in that place? Have you sat down and told God why? Referring to the words of Joseph again, that the plan of God only applies to you when you allow it. It will only apply to you when you allow it, when we allow the Lord. Hallelujah. These, these words of truth, all these teachings will apply to us when we allow them. And subconsciously, sometimes we don't know, but we don't allow them. We are, I, let me just call it the business of life, but sometimes we are intentional. I testify that there's a time I have, literally in the middle of the day, God, and of a busy day, God tells you, can we go back and refer to something? And I've, I've had probably a ringing question in my head, and God wants me to refer somewhere in the Bible that we read sometime. And then I'm like, ah, but my time for the Bible ended. <laughs> oh, I am going to read the Bible at this time. Maybe you read, for example, morning, afternoon, evening. Or you have your time. Eh? Now, this time is not that time. But yeah? I want us to remember that this, this life we are living is not ours. Like in a snap, God can tell you, today you're not going in and sit there. You don't want him to numb your feet for you not to leave. Okay, you don't want him to go that way. That's what I'm saying. You don't want him to just pause you and because he has the power. But he's a loving God. He's a good God. Hallelujah. All he desires, again, another word that we have been used to, relate with him. <laughs> Build a relationship with God. I think I hear that word and I don't want to say it. People will be like, we've heard that word before. I know we've heard the word before, but... And it is true that as humans, we miss certain things. I learned that when I was working with someone, with some of us here. You, you will forget. You, you, there will be a time where you will miss something. And it is not bad. But when God is bringing us to remind us, when the Spirit of God is saying, okay, watch this, look at that. And he will say it in different ways. We just have to be alert and we pray for a spirit of discernment. Because a friend will come and tell you something. I remember, when, again, Dr. Naomi was sharing that this person was not... They are staunch Catholics from the other end, and there's one thing I've known about them. They, they, they tend to read scriptures for them. So you're thinking, Kati, what, what is she telling me? Eh? Because maybe we have limited God. Again, paraphrasing Dr. Dr. Faith. We should not get used... We, 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 we familiar... This, I know that in 30 minutes, I am supposed to be here when I am praying. I am supposed to be saying these specific words. It has become spiritual jargon. Like it is, it is something you're used to. You know, every morning when you wake up, you say, good morning, mommy. Like, it has become, you, 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 you might not think about the fact that, it, is it a good morning, fair or bad? I'm now relating, I'm, I'm bringing these things to relating to our usual life so that we understand. There's that instruction, there are those things that God is pointing at. He can't be, God can't be repeating things just like that. And I'm thankful for his loving kindness and patience with us. Hallelujah. After all is said and done, One last question, actually. One last question. What is that instruction that God is giving you? I don't know. 
I don't know what instruction he gave Papa Ivan. I don't know what he gave to Pastor Patrick. What, and you don't know what he gave to me. Hallelujah. But there is that life, there is that walk. I was in a meeting of intercessors and pastor said, there is that life an intercessor is supposed to live. Like just that, that's the way you have to walk. You don't go out of it. Like everywhere you go, that's the life. And there is that life that you as an individual, you as a sister, but you as Susan, you can say that, that there's that life, me as Susan, the Lord wants, oh, the Lord is showing me. Or the spirit of God, that voice behind telling me that that's the way. And how have we been intentional about it? Have we thought about it for just one week? This applied in this week. Let's move to the next one now. They are telling us to do this. And there is a way we can be selective. Me, I, I, God, has, God has taught me not to be selective. One thing to note, one thing I want us to note is that, lastly, as I finish, this is a battle for altars. Um, that's something I learned from, again, one of my fathers. And over time, I, you know, I, I kept on thinking, but falters, what does he mean? What does he mean? And um, I, I, I started looking at how the, one of the examples we used to when um, David, and God, the David and Goliath scenario, the, all the devil does actually is he looks for a way he will compromise your place at the altar of God. In any way, it might be in the good things. It might be in your family. It might be, I, I remember when um, the Israelites were asking for a king. It is good to have authority. But God wanted to be their king. And they, they, they just got rejection just like that. There, there are those things which are just happening because the devil now is seeing you. He will check you. And when he checks you and we fall, he just knows now for you, I can keep you there. Let me go to another one. Now who is arising again? The other one. Let me check that one. And we need to be, the note is we need to be watchful and prayerful. There's a time I was sharing with one of my father telling him, but now every time I'm trying, not trying, every time I have actually stepped at 11, I'm like, I am here. All these things are happening. I am so distracted. I am, I am all the bad things I don't want to be. I am, I am, work comes, you are disturbed. You're having all these things on table. That's something I want us to know. That the devil knows and he does not, he's, he's, he, he's trying as much to capture as much souls. You don't want to be among them. Actually, you, have, you are supposed to be among the ones going for them. Hallelujah. And you don't want to be caught in a place where you are, as you're trying, as, not trying, as you're yielding, because trying in our strength is, you're just failing. As you're yielding to God, then this happens. Let, I pray that this will be a prayer, like the prayer of the psalmist, that Lord, turn my eyes away from vanity. I thank the Lord for this opportunity. I pray that the Spirit of God has communicated what he wanted individually to you. I don't want the general thing sometimes. There is that that he tells you, hallelujah. And I can see that uniquely in take-home show. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 7, 
for seven years. That if, let me go there briefly. And I don't. First Thessalonians. Jesus. First Thessalonians 4. 4. Um, verse 7. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a life, a holy life. There are four. He who rejects this instruction does not reject man, but God who gives you the Holy Spirit. I pray that we will not reject. Sometimes we don't know by the way that we are rejecting. But I pray that the Lord will examine our hearts and show us where we are rejecting consciously or even subconsciously, where we know or we don't know, or where we are being led into ignorance, that we will come to the knowledge of God on our own. Hallelujah. Again, God bless you. And question is, how are we intentional with the things of God? Hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you for this morning. We want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for your leading. We want to thank you for thus far you have brought us. I want to thank you, King of Glory, for daily, daily loading us with benefits through your word, through your leading, through the Holy Spirit. You, Holy Spirit, have led us. Sometimes we might have just not had, and I pray that you forgive us where we've moved on our accord, where we have arisen in our own way, where we are shining our own light, my God, have mercy. Have mercy, my God. I pray that as we go on, as we're moving forward, as you're perfecting us into the full nature, into the full life of Christ, that Lord King of Glory, we will look out for those things. We will look out for those things that are distracting us. We will look out, oh Lord. You will, we will see when you're showing us, actually. And that because I know you show us, I know you point out these things. Lord, that our lives, oh Lord, being established, Lord, will be established in you. Father, I pray, King of Glory, that we will not have testimonies like revival ended, we are in another season. Because this is our life, Lord, that the life we are being taught, we shall not live in the other season. We will walk through it. Lord, we will be intentional about those things you're calling us to. Some of us, you might be calling us back to what you taught us before, back to what was said, even last Sunday, even through the week. Lord, I pray that we will not overlook because of who is telling us what or even what is happening that we will be keen. And being keen and discerning what you're saying, Lord, comes from being with you. Teach us to be with you, not, <clears throat> not in our own way again, but according to your will, as you desire, as you desire, oh God, as you desire. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. I thank you for you are good and your mercies and you are forever. I pray all this believing in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. I've prayed and believed. Amen. Amen. <clears throat>